Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. Hey everybody, it's Mike Ferrante with Century 21 Homestar, 21 Mike team, and we're going to talk about getting more listings this year. And like I just said, spoiler alert, many of these methods are free. And if they're not free, they're pretty inexpensive. So if you're looking for more listings and you're a real estate agent, stay tuned. Next 20 minutes, we're going to blow you away with at least five ideas on getting more listings. Um, joined as uh, as always by Tony Geraci, broker owner of Century 21 Homestar. Thanks for being here, Tony. You want to let people know how they can get a hold of you? Always text messages, always best get 216-374-1269. Kind of organize my day by text. <laughs> so I love it. Yeah. Thanks for being accessible. And I love to talk real estate as well. We run a team called the 21 Mike team here in Ohio, uh, looking to grow. We have uh, many opportunities here in Ohio, both Northeast Ohio, Columbus. Uh, we actually desperately need someone down in the Akron area. So Akron Canton agents, if you guys are looking for leads and support, uh, please hit us up. Best way to get me is Mike at 21mike.com. Don't text me. You could text Tony. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So let's get right to it. We want to talk about our at least top five listing ideas. And the very first one that I'm going to mention on how to get listings is one I learned from Tony. Imagine that. Tony taught me a lot of good stuff over the years. And Tony, you're going to love this one. I'm going to start out simple, easy, and free. And it's for all you agents who are making excuses saying, oh, but I work all buyers. You know, it's too hard to get sellers. I don't have a lot of listing experience. People don't want to use me. I have all buyers. Well, Tony, remember years ago, you told me, Mike, when you close a buyer deal after the property transfers, the first thing you do, put up a sold sign, right? Exactly. So who sold the house? You did. That's right. And a lot of people push back on that, Tony, and it boggles my mind. Oh, well, I wasn't the listing agent. So what? You sold the house. Put up a sold sign. I right. can't tell you. Yeah. I can't tell you how many calls we get off our sold signs, Tony. Yeah. And they always remember the last one, <laughs> the last I, sign that's there. Exactly. Or at least it starts a conversation. Hey, I saw your sign there. Tell me about that. You know, were you? No, I brought the buyer. That's what I do. I bring buyers. And what do sellers want? They want a buyer. So, guys, you buyer agents, you are qualified to get listings. And, Tony, the other lesson I learned from you was the busier the street, the bigger the sign. Exactly. You could, I have agents that have just ones, and maybe you do too, just the they get those really nice ones for those sold ones. Yep, <laughs> so. Absolutely. So if, if, if we have a sale on Route 91 here in Northeast Ohio in Solon or something like that, we get the biggest post sign we have, put a, a sold rider on it, and bam, I'm telling you, we get calls off of that. So that, that's number one. That's quick, easy, and free. Number two, I'm going to tell you that open houses are a great way to get more listings. Okay. And I know everyone's like, Mike, what are you talking about? Open houses, that's for buyers. We get buyer leads at open houses. True, but what do most buyers or many buyers have to do before they can buy? Many of them have a home to sell. And how many of you agents doing open houses aren't at least asking that question? Uh, Tony, there's a, there's a big time agent. She's mostly re retired now, Westside agent. But early in my career, 
I was just talking to her and I picked her brain a little bit, you know, it, by the way, guys, if you're not uh, developing relationships with more experienced agents to learn what they do, ask them questions, you'll be surprised. They will tell you what they do and how they became successful. But I flat out asked her, I said, tell me, how did you get most of your listings over the 20 plus years you were an agent? She said, open houses. And the way she did it was by talking to neighbors, talking to buyers who came in, asking them if, if they had a home to sell. Sometimes uh, a buddy of mine from college, Tom, he always used to say, sometimes all you have to do is ask and we don't ask, right, Tony? How many of us agents, they're just kind of afraid to ask these, these questions? Well, any, anytime I ask, why aren't you asking? They always start with assuming something. <laughs> yeah. And it's always the wrong thing. Yeah, you, you have to ask the question. Uh, later this year, we're going to do some open house script ideas. I'm not going to get to that today because I want to get through at least five great ideas to get you guys more listings. But your open houses, if you're not leveraging your open houses to get more sellers, then you're doing it wrong. Great and video from... Oh, go ahead, Tony. Oh, I was going to say, sometimes agents forget, you know, like they uh, think... Uh, and maybe you've come across for actually have had agents that have listings because, but they don't have the people as a buyer, but, the, but and this in a good way is that they had an agent already that they, but they got connected to our agent. They viewed our agent more of a listing agent and they didn't give their buyer's agent. They already had a relationship with their listing. So when you have a, uh, a, a open house, they already start viewing you as a seller's work with you. So they might know other agents, but they don't have, they don't view them as uh, a, a seller's agent or a listing agent. So you so already true. have that pre view of someone walking into your open house. This is someone that deals with sellers. So true. Love that. Thank you, Tony. Uh, all right. So number three, the coaching program that I'm in, they call this a CMA a day. And of course, you guys all know CMA is comparative market analysis and agents who are doing this are experiencing really good su success with it. So the idea is that if you set a goal for yourself of sending out one CMA every day to someone in your sphere, whether it's a past client, friend, family member, whoever, whoever it would be, you have a phone call with them. And instead of that same old script, you know, like we, we talk about sphere of influence scripts. Hey, Tony, how's it going? Catch up about family, you know, your Ford script, your family, occupation, recreation, dreams, and goals. Those are the four things we talk about with our sphere. And then of course we try to turn the conversation tactfully to real estate. Hey, do you know anyone buying or selling this, this year? Why not take it a step further and give them something that's really valuable? Hey, Tony, haven't, you know, we haven't talked about your, your, your home in a while, uh, you've been in that house for seven years. Are you curious what the value is? Would you like me to do a report for you? And just by handing out those CMAs, then what? They take you 20 minutes, guys, and giving someone this nicely done report, you never know. They may be ready to sell. Maybe they didn't know. But secondly, that brings you top of mind with them. Now, Tony's going to think about me. Man, Mike went out of his way to give me this really detailed report that must have taken him hours and hours. I'm going to be listening out now or just naturally, he's going to be having his ears open for buyers and sellers for me because I gave him something of value. Isn't that a cool idea, Tony? The CMA a day. 
Oh, definitely. And like you said, get your foot in the door. You could keep it open to try to get to see their house. Like example, like, you know, put a note in there saying that, you know, uh, this is based on the numbers and what I know about your house from looking from the outside and, and record. But if you probably have some great things inside that might post bump up your value. So if you want to set up an appointment for me to come in and take a look. So someone might go, wow, this is a good value, but wow, it might be even more. Let's have him or her come see the house. What, what's the harm? <laughs> I love it. I, I love it, Tony. And I love having these little goals, you know, so with our team, we talk a lot about goal setting and having certain accountability, but if you tell yourself, I'm going to do five CMAs for someone in my sphere, in my database, every single week, I guarantee you will see results. There's just no way that you can't. The other little trick, and this is not specific necessarily to listings, but this is more about motivating yourself to have a certain number of conversations about real estate every day is if you, in the morning, take a certain number of business cards and stick them in your pocket. I don't care if it's one, two, three, five, whatever. Say, I'm going to put three business cards in my pocket every single morning, and I'm not done working until I have three real estate conversations and I pass out those three business cards. Real simple way to kind of track what you're doing and give yourself a goal every single morning. I, I love it when agents do this because it, it sets a concrete, tangible goal and it kind of, I don't want to say forces them, but you know what I mean, Tony, forces them to have three real estate conversations a day in this example. All right, oh, let's move definitely. on. No, it just, like I always say too, is everybody out there is a potential client. <laughs> so or, or they know your next potential client. Right, exactly. So go out there and talk. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at mike at 21mike.com. All right. So we're right on schedule here, Tony. We may even have time for a bonus idea or two, but I, uh, idea number four, also free or virtually free. All these ideas, guys, notice that these are not expensive. So I don't want to hear the stories. Mike, I can't afford to do that. It costs too much. These are all virtually free. Number four is farming a neighborhood. So I'm going to give you an example. I, I live in Ethan's Green. Ethan's Green has a pretty good turnover rate, about 7% of the neighborhood turns over every year. So if there's 800 houses, 5% is average or low average. That means if there's 800 houses, 5%, that's 40 sales a year in my neighborhood. If I become the king of my neighborhood, how many of those might I get? Probably not all 40. You know, that would be pretty amazing if I did. But there are neighborhoods around here where I know there's agents that just dominate a neighborhood and maybe they get half or a third of the listings in their neighborhood. So if it's a neighborhood like mine, even if I got a quarter of them, that's 10 sales a year if it's a 5% turnover ratio. So if it's a six or 7% turnover ratio in your neighborhood, farming a neighborhood can be really powerful. And what does that look like? It's a lot of door knocking. It's when you do get listings, leveraging those listings so that you become the household name in that neighborhood. Maybe, there, maybe you spend a little bit of money sending out a mailer. Maybe you send a few mailers out a year. Maybe it's uh, property updates, recent solds in the neighborhood. Maybe you sponsor the block party. Tony, you're a big proponent of getting involved 
in local and community ventures, right? So farming a neighborhood, Tony, do you have any, I'm sure I'm forgetting plenty of ideas. Any other thoughts on how you farm a neighborhood? Oh, I mean, just go door to door when you get a, a new listing. It doesn't even have to be your listing, just letting people know. Obviously, you got to go uh, check with the city about, uh, uh, you know, the solicitation, you know, or if to get a permit, but you're not selling anything. You're just going door to door. Also, uh, sign magnets on your car. So if you pick like once a month, once a quarter, you're going to go to a neighborhood, go door knocking, let people know what's going on in their neighborhood park at the end of the street or it's a busy, you know, if it's uh, one of those neighborhoods like your neighborhood, Mike, you, you, know, you pull in the front off the main street, park in the first spot you can on the street. And then everybody going in and out of that neighborhood for the day goes up. Oh, Mike's Mike's in town. Mike's <laughs> Mike's working, going door to door. It's yep. just like having a billboard at the end of the street, but it's on your car. So that that's uh, a good idea too crazy idea I did uh, many years ago is I had garage sale signs made. So, so you ever uh, garage sale weekend in your neighborhood, everyone gets their cardboard and their Sharpies out. And there's all these horrible looking signs that everyone puts up, right, Tony. So we created these arrow signs that just say garage sale and, you know, courtesy of, and our team info and our phone number on it. And I've actually had neighborhoods reach out to me and say, Hey, Mike, would you bring us your signs again this year for our weekend garage sale? And basically they give me a map and I say, telling me where every garage sale is and I'll place all the signs for them on every corner pointing to where there are garage sales in the neighborhood. And it looks like I freaking own that neighborhood on garage sale weekend. Uh, now have I, gotten a listing or a, or a buyer actually who said, Hey, I saw your garage sale sign and uh, I want you to buy, you know, help me buy or sell. No, I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't. But what it does is I'm farming a neighborhood. I I'm becoming a household name in that neighborhood. Uh, Tony, you mentioned the police. I'll, I'm going to tell a quick story here. Cause I actually, I actually did this. I actually had to talk to the police. I was door knocking in a neighborhood. And what we were doing was there was an open house and we were inviting people to the open house. So like you said, we weren't selling anything. We had printed up little half page flyers. Hey, I'm here, uh, Century 21, uh, Mike Ferrante, having an open house later today or tomorrow, whatever it is, we'd love to invite you to our open house. And we hand them the flyer. And uh, somebody didn't like that. And they called the police and the police came by and said, oh, you know what? There's someone called the police on you. There's no soliciting in this neighborhood. And, you know, we were about done anyway. I just said, oh, hey, thanks. Sorry about that. We're not really soliciting, just inviting people to the open house. I gave the cop a flyer and invited them to the open house. That's great. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and we, we wrapped up. We had a great open house, lots of people, uh, but farming a neighborhood right, right there. I'm going to move on to number five, unless you have last thoughts there, Tony, on farming. No, go ahead. All right. So number five is something that does cost a little money. And Tony, I think we're going to have an extra couple of minutes. So I'll, I'll let you add on any uh, brilliant ideas for agents here listening. But number five is called circle prospecting. And circle prospecting does involve paying for data. Okay. So the best way to do circle prospecting is say you have a new, a new listing in a neighborhood and you want to actually pick up the phone and call people and say, Hey, great news. There's a new listing, maybe a recent sale. You could do a script based around a new listing, recent sale, uh, sale in the neighborhood, anything like that. And you basically are just calling people. There's a lot of people on the do not call. So we recommend the informational script. Okay. Which is something really simple. Uh, hi, is this Tony? 
Tony says, yes. Hey, it's Mike Ferrante with Century 21 Homestar, 21 Mike team. I just wanted to tell you some great news. A house around the corner from you just sold for 550,000, which is the highest recent sale in the neighborhood. That probably means that your house went up in value. Um, isn't that great? And that's it, guys. That's the script. You're just having a conversation. And then, of course, from there, Tony, it turns into who knows what, right? But got to have these conversations. That's, you got to start a conversation and you never know which way it's where it's going to go. And you, you can't just assume they're not going to want to talk at the, again, this is about their house, the, probably the biggest investment they have. Why wouldn't they want to talk? And it's free advice. And I, I think more and more people today compared to 20, 30 years ago, there's more and more people in sales, I think. So people are getting the sales mentality. Okay, I'm not being sold something and not forcing me to sell a house. I just want to have a conversation about what my house might be worth. Yep. The event we just came back from in Austin, Tony, the Tom Ferry event, they had a little, a little saying, and if you approach your business from a service, not sales standpoint, not only will you be more successful, but people will appreciate you. They won't look at you like, ah, oh, say another salesman. No one wants to be sold. I, you, you've said that time and time again, and it's so, so, so true. Service, not sales. Sure. No, I, I agree. Uh, so Tony, those are my five. I'll recap them and I'll let you think for a second. I know you've got a couple more great ideas in the bank there, but I'm going to, I'm going to rattle off the five that we talked about today. Sold signs for your buyers after transfer. Number two, um, a CMA a day. Okay. Rewind if you didn't catch it to hear what that is. Number three, open houses. Yes. For sellers. Number four, farm and neighborhood. And number five, circle prospecting. Tony, we got about two minutes left. I know you got a gold nugget there in your stash for agents. All right. more, I don't more know if you like this one. I'm not, I'm not, uh, let me say, I'm putting my disclaimer. I'm just telling you what I know and agents have done in the past and got listings from it, but I'm not saying you should do this. It's not nothing wrong with it, but <laughs> I know what it is. I'm just telling you what well, maybe it is that they used to every couple months go to Home Depot and in the, the where it says for sale by owner signs, tape uh, a card on the back of each sign in, uh, in the, the row of signs. So there was a card on there. So if someone's selling their house and go buy a for sale by owner sign, they would have a card of theirs taped. <laughs> and I've had agents, I think actually as a president of Century 21 or Realogy years and years ago, decided just to try out, go to Home Depot and just strike up conversations with people and got like a, an appointment or two with people because people are there to, to fix up their house or do stuff, home thing. It's about your house. So I don't know. You could spend some time at a Home Depot or striking uh, uh, up conversations, a garden center, anything where there's something that people are going to fix up their house. They might be fixing them up to sell or thinking about selling. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I love it. There's so many ideas, Tony. We could spend hours on this, but going to garage sales, estate sales, uh, you know, circumstances where people may be getting ready to sell. We didn't even cover for sale by owners and expireds because those are so obvious. And for those of you who are listening to this or watching it, if you're listening on free beer and real estate, by the way, awesome. Thank you for listening to the podcast. 
but if you're if you if your story, if what you're telling yourself is, oh, Mike, I'm terrible on the phone. I don't like dialing phone. Great. Go knock on a door. Stand out from everybody else who's only calling. You've got a list of for sale by owners, a list of expireds. Go knock on the door. Introduce yourself. You know, a lot of agents won't take the time to, to do that. So, so many ways to do it, guys. If you want to talk more about it, you can hit me up, message me here. If you're watching on Facebook, shoot me a message or Mike at 21mike.com. I think that's all we have for you today, uh, Tony. So anything else, last minute thoughts you want to add? The last thing I would just say is that if you're anywhere, any place, anytime having a conversation with someone about anything before you leave that conversation, why not give them a card and let them know you're in real estate? Oh, by the way, I'm in real estate. While you're walking away, if you're even too scared to bring it up and say, hey, it was nice talking to you. How many times are your places and you just, you're in an elevator, you're anywhere. Don't leave the conversation without passing out a card. Business cards are what? Three to five cents a piece. Cheapest form of marketing that we have. Exactly. How, how much, uh, it doesn't even cost you any time. You're not yeah. even going out of your way. You're just there. And you'll probably never see these people again. So if you even have that fear of, oh, I don't want to offend them like, like I'm selling, I'm like you're never going to see these people again. Uh, anyways, you just might as well hand them a card. You never know. I love it. Thanks, Tony, as always. Guys, join us next week. We're going to shift gears. We're going to do some, some uh, scripts. We're going to talk about scripts and dialogues. Uh, we talked about what to do in June about getting listings. We're going to actually help you. I get the same questions. Oh, Mike, how do you handle it when someone says this to you? So we'll talk about scripts, objection handlers. That's what we're going to do for the month of July. So have a great week, everybody. Uh, again, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that sub subscribe button. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks. See you next week. We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.